The Christian worldview sees history moving in a linear type of way. In other words, history is moving towards a specific point, being pulled and pushed by God according to His plan and purposes. From an unbeliever's point of view, the world tends to be a ceaseless end of mysterious and meaningless causes and effects. The world's spinning and then we just die. No point, no meaning. But for the Christian, we know that God is working out His plan and purpose perfectly to redeem a people for His own glory from every tribe, tongue, and nation who worship Jesus as King. But in the meantime, what are we to do? How are we to live? What should occupy our time and thoughts and energy and dreams and aims and ambitions? Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. In John chapter 7, verse 1, it says this, After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. Now the Feast of Booths was at hand. If we go back to the end of John chapter 6, the text says that it's time for Passover. Well, when does Passover take place? Well, it takes place in April. But it says in John chapter 7 verse 2 that it's time for the Feast of Booths, which takes place in the fall around October. So several months have passed since the end of chapter 6. And during these months, John tells us that Jesus went about in Galilee, but there's no other details. However, if we examine the Gospel of Matthew, we will find that Matthew chapters 15 through 18 cover this six-month time period that Jesus spends in Galilee. And when we read those passages, they are dominated with this, Jesus discipling the apostles. He's teaching them, training them, correcting them. He's discipling them. So what do we learn? We learn that Jesus spent his time making disciples. In fact, 10 out of the 13 passages in Matthew 15 through 18 were dedicated to the training of the disciples. The world says that you need to be front and center on the big stage and in the big spotlights where all the people are. The world says that the people want to see you and to let the people determine what you do. The world says that if you want your ministry to flourish, then you need to always be in the political public eye. But we love this passage because Jesus demonstrates for us that being in the secret place is where ministry takes place, in the backwoods, in the home with a few disciples. That's where important ministry takes place. This is not how we would draw it up, but it's what the Father leads Jesus to do. In other words, discipleship is the plow horse of the church. It's not glamorous, eye-catching. It's not in-the-headlines type of ministry. It's behind the scenes. Jesus' brothers thought he was working in secret, but discipleship is part of what builds a healthy, strong church. Jesus focused his attention on making disciples, and when Jesus left the earth, he gave the commission to those disciples to make more disciples. One of the indicators of the health of a church is on whether or not it's making disciples. Are you living this out by making time to make disciples? As you pray today, please remember Brian Reisner and his family are missionaries in Romania. And also remember the French African Life Word broadcast that can be heard throughout Africa.